0: This podcast is supported by ultra lux linens. And guess what, guys, I got my new living room drapes. And of course, it was ultra lux linens that made them and they're absolute pure perfection. So I have never owned real drapes before. No, I've owned real drapes. I haven't owned custom drapes before. And so I really feel like I've made it. And I love them because they don't flare on the bottom, which is a huge pet peeve of mine. I don't like a really bulky drape. And so when they arrived, they were perfectly accordion folded don't think that's the technical term for it but they were perfect and they went in and it's like it transformed my living room they are made perfectly the pleat is perfect i the length was perfect everything was amazing and I've got more drapes coming in it's like they're coming they're coming fast and furious I've got my bedroom and I've got my music nook and dining room next so I'll keep you posted But guys, they carry over 75 different fabric brands. And the great thing is it's all under one roof. You're gonna get the exact same designer pricing you'd get if you went to all of these brands direct. You can tell them about new brands you're interested in if, in case they don't happen to have them. And she will absolutely try to get those for you. They have towels. You can pick the colors that you want. They have bed linens. You can get custom duvet covers made. Again, just pick any old fabric you want, get exactly what you need. Bingo, bango, you are done. And there's so much more. They carry so many different things. It's incredible. If you are not already following them on Instagram, go to Ultralux linens, follow them, Let's give them a little love. Also go to ultraluxlinens.com. And if you are in the GTA and you are at the Toronto International Design Center, they are suite 202 on the second floor. So go check them out, guys. They're amazing. By now you've probably already heard me rave about the Biographical Design Collective. It's a unique program that has empowered designers like you, like me for sure, because pretty much I've only felt empowered since I've started this program. And it's going to up, up level your firm. So, not only is there three day retreats, there's three different design classes you can choose from. I suggest going to biographicaldesign.com to check what those are out. Uh, but she's also got Katie, I say she, Katie, Katie Gutierrez, who is our fearless leader, and her husband, Reuben. Uh, are leading this amazing, amazing collective. And after the retreat, you can actually become part of the year-long mastermind, which is what I actually joined after I did the three-day retreat. It's incredible. I honestly, I think that for me, the most incredible part has just really been Katie's ability to unlock my ability to figure out what works for me to truly figure out what my differentiating factor is, which in itself is just incredible. And each and every time so we meet every two weeks, and each and every time we meet, I'm left feeling just super inspired. I have actionable items of things I want to execute before our next meeting. And what's amazing too, is you're there with uh, a bunch of other designers. So I feel like you're keeping each other accountable. But guys, I. I really, really urge you to if you're looking to level up your business, and you're looking for something unique that you've never experienced before that you, you know, with a unique perspective, I hugely recommend this amazing program, I, I would go to the website and schedule your I think it's a 30 to 40 minute discovery call with Katie, you can ask her any questions that you have. If you have any questions for me and my experience, please don't hesitate to DM me or you can email me. Go check it out, guys. Trust me, you are not going to be disappointed. Biographicaldesign.com Well, you look good, okay? I don't use the video, so I just don't give a shit, and I don't do my makeup, because it's COVID times.
1: No, but you look great. You actually look like your eyebrows are done.
0: Okay, so I got my eyebrows microbladed like a year ago, and it's so the amazing. best I ever did, because no matter what, my eyebrows always look
1: great. <laughs> yeah, they look good, like... That's what I'm saying. Once your eyebrows are done, they frame the face. It's like you don't really need anything. If you had lipstick on, people would think you got your face done. You know what? Next thing I
0: should do is just get my eyelashes done and then I'm golden. I I never have to do anything again. (laughs) I never wear lipstick. I find lipstick to be, like, really high maintenance. I feel like my lips can't handle it. It's like I always feel like they're on my teeth. It's on my teeth or it's, like, off my face. Like, I just – I never wear lipstick. I love it. It looks amazing, but – I feel like it's too much high maintenance for my life. No, it is. But I mean, you've got lipstick on right now and I'm like, oh, it's a good look. And I,
1: you know, I, I my friend has, um, a makeup, like her own cosmetic line. Yeah. Ooh. I went by there the other day and the lipstick's amazing. Like I put this on from maybe like 10 AM. No, I'm not even lying. And you've lived your life no. all day. I think I might've put it on earlier. No, for, no, 10 a.m. Yeah, before we left out, and it's just it's just stayed, and I've been no, eating. No,
0: you're messing with me. There's no way. That's a, what's yeah. freaking makeup line. We should give her a shout out on this podcast. Hmm. This is her makeup line, Paba. Okay, it's called what's it? Uh, Paba Cosmetics. Yep. All right, shout out. We're gonna tag her. We're gonna put this in the episode because that's amazing. Hmm. Does she sew online? Yeah. Perfect. Yep. All right. Yeah, they, well. They have a few okay, locations, she's going to get yeah. some designers buying her stuff. <music> All right, guys, I'm very excited. I'm here today with Iman Stewart mm-hmm. from Iman Stewart Interiors. Thanks mm-hmm. for being
1: here. You're most welcome.
0: Okay, first things first. You're in Burlington,
1: I want to say. No. <laughs> I'm a liar. It's <laughs> this funny. This is a <laughs> nugget I don't remember. So, like, we have a location in Toronto that we're actually, we're kind of, we're going to be under renovation. We're doing a huge, like, window display. We have a, because we have, I have an online store as well. I saw, yeah. Yes. So, we have a, the ranchesville location because we ship out and store stuff there. But we're actually going to be doing a complete renovation of the floor and doing a full, like, window display of furnishings and stuff and what will be accessible on some other platforms that we're going to be working with as well. I'm actually we're actually launching another furniture line but it's separate from my brand it's a collaboration with another designer so I'll, I'll keep you posted with these. okay how do you um, do all of these things because it's it's crazy because so yeah so the, Toronto is kind of the heart of the business we do GTA I, okay. I have a place in Etobicoke but um it's rented out hence now we live out in Stony Creek
0: <laughs> I didn't totally make that up Oh my God. That's, that's amazing. I, okay. I want to dig in a little deeper. So I'm going to just share sure. with everybody where, like where I came across you. So yep. um, I are, cause there's listeners like, to be honest, there's probably more, well, I don't know actually, but there's listeners from the U S as well. So um, awesome. in Toronto, there's um, TIDC, which is the Toronto International Design Center, which is our like Toronto, like our local our design center, which is where a yep. lot of designers kind of, source source yeah trade-only stuff whatever um and you know i I don't remember was it a a month ago or so but it was following the events um that recently happened the black Black Mm -hmm. lives matter movement Mm -hmm. you participated in a panel that was run through tidc which was um they I, i watched the second one and then i watched the first one which I know we, the first one ended up being a lot more about uh, digging into people's backgrounds, which was really nice yeah. to hear and learn about. But it was TIDC Talks, and it was a, a t- Take Action Workshop. And it was you, mm-hmm. and I want to say there was three or four other designers, maybe. Yeah,
1: it was myself, Nikki O'Neill from 800 Square Feet. Um, and she's also on CityLine. There was also Michael Lambie, who's also on CityLine. Yeah. And he has his own company. And then there was Brenda Danso, which is a designer from BD Interior Design.
0: It was... Amazing Mm. and shout out to everybody that just got name dropped. I've already contacted them and I'm hoping to have them. They've all said they're going to be on my podcast and I'm not going to forget it. I'm going to reach back out um, because I was blown away uh, number one, by the talent and by just it was wildly insightful for like, right. I just realized so many things obviously, which is obviously the, the point of the movement, but mm-hmm. you and I were the only ones actually who touched base on the phone. And I just mm-hmm. loved that. You were like, let's talk, let's do this. Right. Um, and so, yeah, you're doing that. You, uh, you're running a business. You have an online shop. You yep. can, like, tell us the backstory. How did okay. we get here?
1: <laughs> okay. So I'll do the rundown. because Her quite hair long. looks
0: amazing. She looks gorgeous. So, I'm rocking <laughs> a hoodie. We were talking like no make like you look like you're ready to go on TV right now. And I'm like a schlep, like
1: No, you look no you my look eyebrows probably. look good. <laughs> no, you look I told you your 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 brows are fabulous. Yeah, my, tell you you know, probably you but okay, yeah, tell me the story. Thing. So it's, it's, it's been in the making for a long time. Like, it's actually funny. Like, I kind of understand when people say that overnight success thing, because you're like, I've been doing this for years. So, so I've always had a passion as a kid for interiors. Like I would basically make um, homes for my dolls and like that type of thing. And, cut like cut out cardboard boxes you scrap leftover um fabric my mom would sew some things for us um I do window treatments with those so I was just really into making things look nice and everybody needs a place and you know got to be yeah. organized so when I was 15 I started working at Arona which is a big box store in Toronto well onto Canada just like a Home Depot and I worked in the paint and decor shop And I I loved it. Absolutely loved it. Um, And then I ended up moving on to working at a Benjamin Moore uh, retail location. Um, They had about three or four different stores. So I would kind of go in between the the locations and do color consulting. At 16, 17, it was was great. It was great. how
0: did you have the confidence to do that?
1: Well, I have an older... Everybody's older around me. My sister's eight years older. So she kind of, like, when I was younger and be like, can you call this person or can you do this job? She would call them yourself. Like, she was very, like you know, get it get it together, Ivan. Yeah. So it kind of forced me to speak to people. Um That's so I great. was confident and comfortable with, with dealing with people and I liked colors. So I knew what I was talking about. So I was passionate. Um and then it went on to doing interior design school. I went to London, Ontario, Fanshaw College for Which is where I
0: went. You're are you serious? Did you do this? I mean, we didn't do, no, but I didn't go for I went for graphic design. Oh okay, but yeah, yeah, yeah. we're in the same
1: area because we're yeah, our, is it H block? Like, it's H-Block! Yes. <laughs> it's H-Block. I know yeah. it sounds like some type of, like, hood or something, you oh, know? No. <laughs> yeah, we're I on H-Block. Schools refer, refer to their
0: buildings like that, but it's H-Block. It's the only it block is? I know. Yeah, no,
1: exactly. It's so
0: funny. So okay, yeah, what year for. would you have been there, even though I don't, my brain doesn't work I'll that way? I'll tell you. What?
1: So 2006 to 2009, that's when I was there.
0: Okay, I'm, I'm ridiculous. I don't... <laughs>
1: I don't know math either. I, have to, like, I don't I have know
0: math. How old are you? I mean, that's inappropriate.
1: So, no, I'm 32. Okay.
0: You were after me then. Yeah. Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, but yeah. You, go, you went to Fanshawe pretty much like when you normally would go, like, like 18, 19, whatever year. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. I didn't yeah, go right away. At,
1: I didn't go right away at 17. Well, my birthday's at the end of September, so I didn't go when I was 17. I took the year off to travel a bit. And I worked within the paint stores and stuff like that and just took some time. I went to Jamaica like several times and just hung out. I know. I've been twice and I love it so much. It's a place to get lost in. That's definitely what I would say about that. Um, So yeah I went when I was about I I went 18 about turning 19. So it was it was a great experience because I was kind of shocked because I came from a big city and then going into London and seeing like places close at seven. I was like what's wrong with like I was so confused and You know, seeing like some rich kids like have cars that their parents bought. I was like, wow, like, you know, you guys got a car to drive to school. (laughs) My parents dropped me off and said, see you like when you can make a train out here. Yeah. So it was just a different, it just opened my eyes um, a bit, but I I enjoyed it, especially my last year. And we did have a period where we did co-op for a long time. So I got to kind of stay in London through the summer months and um, I enjoyed it at the end more more so than the beginning because it was a shock. Okay. Before after. we
0: move on, I yep. want to ask you a question about London.
1: Please. What was ask. your bar in London? Okay, that's a good question. There was it was one on Richmond. I just can't remember. And the funny thing was. Okay. I'm gonna,
0: thinking, no, go ahead. Sorry. The funny is what?
1: The funniest thing is, is I was thinking about this the other day. So it's actually hilarious that you asked me because we used to go to one on Richmond Street, which is like London's downtown. Right. Yep. Okay. Was okay. it the Seeps? Uh, yep. Jim Bob's. Yep. We Joe went to Hull's. all those. I went yeah. to all those, yeah. So, Seeps, Jim Bob's, and Joe Cool's. Wow, you brought me Party's. back. Yeah, oh, it's my a gosh. from the past, isn't it? It is, because I had... My first year, I was on residence, so I had, like, three other <laughs> See, we roommates.
0: didn't... I didn't... We didn't have... My first year, there was no residence. It didn't even uh,
1: exist. Right, right. I remember. That's, they uh, said yeah. it was okay. new. It was new. Yeah. So, I would go with all my roommates. I had, like the mayor of burlington his daughter was my roommate um and then another girl she's wild Her, she, she we're still friends this day she's That's just awesome. so i had a lot of fun but yeah we went to those three pubs actually yeah
0: so good <laughs> well anyway okay so sorry i needed to know Shout out to london. i needed to relate on that level Have yeah I yeah a trip down memory lane? okay so uh
1: yeah we're in london yep So then I came back to Toronto because I was like, I need a job and I want to work within, you know, a proper design company. But I did do co-op where I would go back to Toronto for like my times were off in the summer. And I actually did co-op at a construction company. Um, It was a construction tile company. And then I also did one at a modular furniture company, um, which was interesting too, because everything came from Europe. So I used centimeters. So that was the first time I was like, wow, I'm back in centimeters. Um, and then, yeah, and then I worked at the, it was interesting because when I worked at the construction company, the guy wanted me to get my BCIN number, which is my building code identification number, which I would be able to stamp my own drawings and blah, blah, blah. But like, at that time I was like, what is wrong with this guy? I don't want to do all these things. But later on, that's what I'm doing now in my career. It's so funny how like full circle, um, yeah, yeah. It's like so funny how things will be planted. Seeds will be planted yeah. earlier, but then later on you're like, oh, I get this. Yes. yeah. Um, Yeah. But my real job after graduating was at an interior design showroom where we sold furniture and did interior design consulting on King street. It's no longer there. Um, it was a woman who owned it. She, uh, she was just nuts, but we got along, but she was just like, you know, women in business sometimes feel like they have to be like, you know, and you're just like, or like little things, like you're just kind of like, it's not that big of a deal. Like, you know, but it was interesting working with her. Um, and that taught me a lot. And then, I um, kind of did a sabbatical. I wanted to move to, to France for a bit, but then I ended up moving to Montreal instead. And yes. then the joke with that was when this winter time came, I moved back because I was like, it is effing cold. Like yeah. Montreal's cold is a different cold than Toronto. Yeah. It's frigid. It's bone chilling.
0: Yeah. And my I moved parents, back. My parents live just outside. It's, it's, uh, they, you like, they have to like take snow away with trucks. And you know, like you're, you're like, they literally like, come and pick up snow and remove it and take it away. There's yeah. so much snow, it's crazy. It's
1: a different, it's just different, but it's I loved the culture. Like I loved yeah. the vibe of it. Yeah. It was pretty cool. Um, when you were there, what were you doing when you were there? I was twice. gonna try to open up my own interior design showroom. Yeah, it was hilarious. So at my, get business, her. my business back then, my name was Nami Interiors. I still have a blog spot if you want to check it. It's I will Nami check it. Interiors So it's just my name backwards, N-A-M-I Interiors dot uh, yep. com so I wanted to kind of carry these interesting tiles from Istanbul and I wanted to do all that type of thing but it was the language I knew a bit of French but the language was a bit of a barrier and then I just was like you know what let me just move back and then that's when I when I moved back I got a job with Anne Hepfer which is a huge designer in Toronto she's done lots of great work um, she's an architectural digest she, or I think she's in house and home too and a few publications and I worked with her and her husband as their assistant because he had a real estate company so I liked the idea of like real estate with design yeah so I got a lot of experience there and oh, then after I worked so at a, yeah sorry I'm
0: on her website
1: right now yeah she's 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 up there
0: um. So I'm all, I'm new into this world like four years ago, so ever like I don't know all the names, and I every time someone said, I'm like, write it down and go check, and I'm like...
1: But it's the same with me. Like, I've been in it for a while, and I, I don't know certain people. Like, I'm still learning.
0: Okay, good.
1: Don't judge <laughs> don't me. Feel, don't, feel, <laughs> don't feel any type of way.
0: Okay, good. Um, you, man, needless to say, you've had such a robust... You got to taste so many, like... Assets of the industry through your experiences like in the work world beforehand which I'm so envious of that's so
1: amazing (laughs) well it was it was it was very it was character building I will definitely say and I even forgot to say before I moved to Montreal I was working at an office furniture company learning office furniture systems and like that type of thing so I have vast experience with residential and commercial everywhere down from construction to like furniture construction
0: mm-hmm. and it,
1: it was good because it just gave me a broader perspective because design is such a massive industry like you could literally get it like a job within uh carpet sales and you're specking some big projects and and learning about design as you go too so you know there's it's just big it's big and then you can yeah. just be a decorator like there's so many assets of it uh, sorry facets of it that I think it's good for to just explore and find out what works for you and I was always going to say if I get a, if I have a part-time job, I want to have a part-time job in my field so I I'm still within it.
0: Yeah, for sure. So, what happens after
1: Anne Hepfer? So, then I worked at an high-end Italian furniture store um, which was great because I was able to get commission and also do design services and do consultations and learn about construction of like really great furniture like Alvar pieces, the Mies van der Rohe, Marcel Breuer, like the very classic furniture pieces which it was I grew a love and I would always do design the vignettes and I had a great partner and then one day I was just like enough I'm I'm done like it my partner got fired um who worked there and that crushed me and I I just had to leave
0: and when you say <laughs> partner, what does that mean which like my, the-
1: my sorry my colleague like we okay. worked together sorry yeah she wasn't my girlfriend, or she wasn't no, my... I didn't know, like, friend. if because uh, I like, kind of, like, business partner, but, like, I know yeah, that yeah. you are yeah. No, 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 like, my, my <laughs> colleague, like, we just worked so close together. You know when you randomly meet somebody, and you just click? Yes. And she's amazing. And she went off and did her own interior design firm, and Who so did I. Her name is May Haymore. M-A-Y-H-A-Y-M-O-O-R. She's from Jordan. She's amazing. She's so cultured, like... um, I just loved her. And she just loved me because my name was, my name Iman is like Arabic. So she was like, who is this Iman? And then when and she saw me coming. beautiful in, too. Right. Like,
0: <laughs> when she saw <laughs> me coming, she's
1: like, oh, she's not Arabic. Like, yeah. she,
0: she yeah. was yeah. shocked.
1: She's um, like, huh. and "Yeah, so I got her. how old are you at this point? Like. So at that time I was 26, 25, okay. no, 25,
0: 25. My God, um, that's a lot of experience by 25.
1: Yeah, you know, it was. I
0: got, okay, so before this. I had two jobs. I was at one company for tw- like we're like the opposite. You know what it is? I'm afraid of change. And I'm I you are very confident clearly and I was like, <laughs> "No, no one else is going to hire me." So I was in at one company for 12 years and then I moved on to another company and then right. when I lost that job, that's when I decided to 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 do this. But right. um yeah, I I think it's
1: a really important part of of growth is actually But you learned probably team teen- work and working with people where like at a young age if I was irritated I was like I can find another job like you know what I mean where I had to learn how to build a team and and work with people and my husband taught me that because he's better at that than me but he taught me so much of that because that's probably what you have
0: totally yes absolutely and like in my well I was also in the marketing world so I got to learn a lot of that and you know and that's how to helpful run a with business, your business. A lot of that too, but right, yeah. There's always something to be said for every experience, for, for sure. sure. And we always like. For me, I'm like, I wish I had had that experience because I feel like mm-hmm. it would like help fuel the confidence
1: side of things. But well, okay, that's a huge aspect you touch on because when I came out of school, I I started my business, Emmy Interiors, and I did one job, which was the African Canadian Social Development Council it was the office building of the owner on Spadina, wow. and after I did that. I just didn't do anything else because I I lacked a bit of the confidence. Um, and I was 19 and, you know, trying to figure out, like, how to do it. So I then just started working for people to gain back that experience and that confidence. Because running a business, you, you have to be confident. You have to be, be passionate. And you have to know what you're dedicated to and go after it. So um, speaking about the confidence level, I did have that moment. So that's why you know, I, I ended up gaining more experience. And what, how did you get that, that, uh, job, that project? Oh, that project I got. Oh, thanks, babe. My husband just brought me lunch. Wow.
0: Hell, he's a keeper <laughs> and it's like healthy lunch at that.
1: <laughs> what is it? We got salad and is that eggs? What is it? Oh, it's, um, it's a, it's a vegan black bean burger with, um, French fries. The oh, okay, one. good. Fries. Mm-hmm. Perfect. what oh, <laughs> Must. Nice. Um, so you asked, how did I get... How did you get that project? That project. I, at a, one of my... I got that job through an ex-boyfriend of mine. At the time, he was doing the counting for that company. And he just said she needs, to, she needs some help with the space. And then I got the job through him.
0: And were you, like, shitting your pants? Or were
1: you, like, I got... I was kind of nervous, yeah. <laughs> I felt confident in the sense of, like, I know I can execute it. But there was a few, like bumpy. It was her office and there was a lot of decluttering and stuff like that. And, um, it was like, wow, I'm doing it, but she was a nice lady. Um, yeah. And she was, she was a very nice lady and she just, she respected myself. So it's good when you have that respect between yourself and your client. Yeah, for
0: sure. I mean, it's everything having, working with people. Well, what I've realized, I've realized a lot of things, but, um, I had my first new build and truth be told, my last, I believe, uh, because I think I'm going to stick to decorating. Is what I've realized. Decorating and styling is my jam, and I I, and I right. just had that aha. But um, I've been working with them, as you know, like a year. It'll be a year and almost three quarter, like uh, just over a year and a half. Luckily, I freaking adore these people. They're they're a little bit older, right. but I love them. They're amazing. Right. I could talk to them all day. If that was a client, like I think back to some of those clients I've had, and I'm like, imagine if it was that client right now, and I was stuck. And I was like, I mean, granted, you're not technically stuck. You can get out, but I probably wouldn't. Right. <laughs> and, then, and then it would be horrendous. It would be yep. so rough. So yeah, client. good clients are for sure everything.
1: Yeah, um, I say work with who you love. Yeah. Like, you know, it doesn't have to be working with this crazy person.
0: No. And now I'm getting better at being like, oh hell no. Like I really are desperate. Them. Yeah. Uh, now I'm going, mm, the, right. I, I'm the my spidey senses are tingling. I I don't think this right. is good. And it's time well, to
1: that is what I say. I say um you just get better at it. And as a designer, we're kind of supposed to be able to assess people. And I when you open a business, you're like transactional. You're like, I got to make the money. You know what I mean? You're in this mode. And it was like, after a couple of years, I was like, hold up. I'm attracting the wrong clientele. I need to recalibrate myself and the structure of the business. And I started focusing on relationship building. And that is when I had a huge shift in the type of clients that I was getting. I just focused on, this is somebody I would want to have a long-term relationship. It's not just, I'm just designing your space. I'm inspired by you. I'm inspired by your story. I'm inspired by your project. And I actually like who you are. So I would yeah. like to be able to, because I'm coming in your space. It's a private thing. Um, and then I have a family too. So, you know, you're maybe meeting my husband. We work together or my children mm-hmm. or something like that. So I started focusing on how it could be more relationship fo- building focus versus just transactional. And that was a big shift for me.
0: Oh my God. I love that so much. And it's funny that you say that because I recently made a shift in my process mm-hmm. where, um, it's, it's focusing on art and hmm? trying to use art to get to know my clients. And right. I've been really surprised at how, I mean, it should be, have been a given. Uh, I was trying to get to know my clients before too much through digital forms and, right. you know, da da, da whatever. Whereas I, I've been doing some business coaching and I, I turned it into like, what I was doing more of an interactive experience, and then you know early on talking about, art. and I feel like by doing that they've opened up, and I get to connect with them more, and I I find more. Um, uh, oh shoot, what's like word like it's just it feels like there's more um,
1: substance, maybe.
0: Thank you, that's totally no. the word. Yes, yeah. <laughs> yes, word finding issues, um, yeah. and and I'm and I just I get more amped up to work mm-hmm. with them in general, and. And it's really kind of changed things for me. And it's kind of like, if I can't get, if I'm leading with that, I feel like I'm going to attract people who are on that level too. Anyway, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. so at, at this point, is this when you at that uh,
1: after? So this is fast forward to after. Yeah, the, when did we start um, the business? It was. I was. So this is fast forwarded after I worked at the Italian um, yeah. showroom of the furniture. Okay. Um, and yeah, so I, I left and I started my own business then. Now, this is when it gets very interesting because here I am, 26, with a brand new Mercedes. <laughs> get it, girl! <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, I need to be, like, looking proper with my yeah. clients and, you know, this is, this is, this is how
0: I am. Um, no, I get it. I feel right. you. I was riding around in a Civic and I was like, Dave, we must upgrade. Yeah. <laughs> I did not get a Mercedes.
1: No but now I don't even care
0: like yeah, you know, I know but like but I feel like, you you're like I feel when like you look like the people I want to hire me
1: Exactly so I wanted to like model that so I had this car um I also had another side business with a friend of mine it was like an online woman's talk show and magazine and we used to do wine events and oh interview women in business and all this type of stuff so I was doing that and I started my own business and amazing thing happened to me is I remember one day having a bath and just feeling depressed like Okay, I'm not getting a, a, a pay every two weeks. Um, how am I going to figure out how to pay everything? Um, my insurance is high. You know, um, it was it was ridiculous. So I had a good good friend of mine. We went to high school, and he's a realtor, and we would always kind of share inspiration stories. Tell he would tell me who he listens to, who inspires him. He listened to a lot of Zig Ziglar and um, Jim Rohn. Jim Rohn was is one of my favorite um, motivational speakers. Okay. And, and also, oh man, who's the other one who says Les Brown? Les oh, Brown yeah. is a really good, he, he, he's the one who I got the character building thing from. Um, so we would listen to each, we would say, just inspire yourself, you know, rev yourself up, get ready to cold call people. Like this is, this is how he's kind of, cause he's a realtor. So he's kind of like, that's his approach. And I remember just being in the bathtub on a con- call with him and being like depressed. And he was like, don't worry, like everything will work out. Do you know he gave me a loan for $3,000? He, my friend gave me a loan and this is a a guy who wanted to cry. I'm telling you, you would see how you can get blessed at times. Like I met this guy when I was like in grade nine, you know what I mean? And he just, he just came out, gave me a loan because I I was starting the online business and I wanted to have an online furniture store and do the design stuff. So I was doing all the planning and I'm like, how am I going to pay a person to build the website and all this type of stuff? And he literally gave me a loan for 3000. I probably paid him back like maybe two years later. Um, and, and at twenty six, I
0: mean, I'm thinking twenty six. Three thousand dollars is like a, lot that's of money. a pretty big deal. Yeah, and yeah. I was like, well, Like I remember which taking him? the.
1: the is, yeah, what's your friend's name? I'll okay. give him I'll, a shout I'll, out. I'll tell you him. his his name is Bjorn Norris. Okay, uh, and he's a realtor. Bjorn B J O R to Tag him Norris. in this. You have to, um, and it's it's very interesting because he even later on he had a child too. Maybe a year or two after my firstborn. And our daughter's birthdays are literally a day apart. His daughter's March 9th and my daughter is March 10th. Like
0: Like the same year and everything? Just a year apart.
1: Okay. That's crazy. That was like really weird. But but anyways, he he gave me a loan and he wasn't even pressuring me on how to pay it back and when. But I I didn't pay him back in full, but I did payments, installments. I remember even taking the check to the bank and being like, whoa, I got a $3,000 check. Like, you know. (laughs) Yeah. Oh my God. I think
0: that's so lovely because it says so much about you because he obviously like believed in you and he was like, I I know that this is going to help her and I know I'm going to get it back. And I know like, it's like just so lovely.
1: It was, it was, it was touching because he was also focused on how we can give the gift forward and how he can inspire people and help people. So for me, that's why when I always work with like interns or you know, junior designers or whatever. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to be as open as possible because I think back of when I was young and you just want to know the right answers. Like if you feel confident that you can talk to somebody, you're not going to necessarily hide or yeah. like some people, designers are like, they don't want to open up and share their experiences or how they run their business. They feel like somebody's going to take something away from them, but we have to be confident in who we are and why people do come to us. People work with you because they like you, Michelle. Yeah. You know what I because mean? It's
0: you. There's tons of, it's something like uh, my business coach was saying is, you know, at the end of the day, we're all, a person could hire almost anybody and get a beautiful room. Like that shit, that's kind of like expected, you know, cause that's what we do. In True. theory, that's what we should be good at. Now mm-hmm. there's obviously aesthetic in this and that, but mm-hmm. you know, what is it about us that it gives them reason to want to work with us. And for sure, it's like, it's us, it's the personality, it's how our approach and how we interact, for sure.
1: Right, there's more room, there's enough room for it to go around. So Exactly. You have to exactly. be confident in that. But
0: And yeah, so can I, mean, I ask, the $3,000, like what was it that you uh, wanted to use that for in your business? Yeah.
1: So I put 1500 towards building an e-commerce website. And the other was basically probably just like some... Office and kind of like small things, and I probably paid one car payment out of it, or something, right? <laughs> <laughs> Just to kind of hold me over to the next thirty days, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I feel you.
0: <laughs> yeah. So, um, so you had e-commerce even or that early, right? Right
1: from go, I did, and it's not like I've been very profitable with it because that's a whole other marketing thing that comes yeah. within it. So that's a whole other component. But yeah, in the term, in the sense of finding my vendor list knowing who I want to work with sourcing locally. So I'm not paying too much shipping costs, finding who can drop ship. I went from design shows in Montreal to Toronto. Like I would kind of do these type of things, um, try to make all my fun, my trips fun, but also business aspect yeah. of business as well to it. Um, but yeah, really, it really helps me open up, like build the, the, the kind of network that I have today and, and know how I want to do it. But online business honestly has a lot to just do with your marketing it yeah, really, you have, have an audience. <laughs> you have to have an audience and you have to know how to really market to them. So, yeah. um, but I would do pop-up shops as well, um, to kind of include communities. And I, I actually did one project, probably my third year in business or second and like second year, I partnered with a girl who owned a clothing store in Port Credit on Lakeshore. And we would, we did a pop-up shop where we would include her clothes and my furniture and decor and accessories, mm. so it was very interesting that I was able to do kind of a collaboration like that and always have like my furniture at a location, yeah. a shop that you could just pass and see. It was great. We had like some local newspapers would come and snap some shots. I can actually like send you that. But it was it was it was great. It was nice. It was a nice experience to then get the you know store feel with the online because people still like to buy in person. You know, yeah. like you to touch things and.
0: Especially with furniture, right? Specific types of pieces of furniture. You know, clients want to know what they're going to be sitting on and Mm -hmm. how it feels. Mm -hmm. And so, okay, so you launch your business. um, what, What? 2015. Did you say 2015? Mm hmm. And what, like for you in starting your business, what would you say was like the toughest thing in those first few years?
1: Finding the right client. Because a lot of people wanted to work with me because I was young, they could take advantage of me and all that type of thing. Um, and two, it was building the team. I had one friend of mine, and he sat down and he was just like, "Listen, just start building your team." So yeah, people are calling, yeah. You know who to contact for your lights, your electrical.
0: You know. Who oh, to okay, contact. so like a trades team.
1: Yeah, trades Got team. It. Yeah. Okay. Build your team, like of who you're going to be needing. Um, to service you for whatever you're trying to execute. Um, and he would, yeah, he was just, this guy, he, was, he was so funny. But yeah, he was he was a crazy guy. Like he was just wild because he, people would contact him and be like, hey, I need rims. And I was like, you sell rims? He's like, no, but I just find who I can buy them from and just make a little bit of a profit. Like he was one of those people who oh just- my God. He just like- like, would, like Gary
0: Vee, like, he's just like a serial entrepreneur every chance right, he can. Right, That's like That's awesome. That, like, I freaking love that.
1: Right, like say yes and figure it out later type of thing. Nice. <laughs> so, so, uh, so then, yeah, but it was, it was difficult getting the right clients because I had a, uh, I'm the first big, like once I opened my company, I, I did a big restaurant project that was like, probably like $70,000 um, that we put into construction. But it, it was horrible. Like, oh my God. So what happened was, is I found a upholsterer that want to work with to do all the banquets. Yeah. And he, he then went behind my back, contacted the owner and just like, no, yeah, girl, like you, <laughs> you do I not know even, where this is going. He did like, not go direct. Yeah. So I didn't get my balance to pay him out. So he just cut me right full out of the pie. And that was when I was like, this game is real. This shit is like, what, what, what is going on? And then like, trying, like and then, up. and then the guy, the, the client trying to bring up like legal talks and like, it was just a really messy, like, I was like, wow, like that's what $70,000 comes with. Like, you know what I mean? I was like, and the guy owned a tech company, restaurants, he had shares, like he, he was, he was doing well. Like he had lots of little businesses. He was probably 38 at the time. He wasn't old. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, like, it was just, it's shiesty movements. Like, it was, it was just,
0: messed up. Yeah, it was
1: like, but I was like, whoa, like... Okay, it just, hold on. So, sorry,
0: was it the owner that went direct to the upholsterer, or the upholsterer went to the owner?
1: I don't know what happened, because there was a site visit that I didn't go to, and then, oh, wow. and then that's when it happened.
0: So, it was... I'm it was, sorry, but I don't even care if it, like, that upholsterer...
1: You, yeah, he's not... So like, inappropriate so inappropriate like and and it's like they know when you're young you're new and you're green like you know what i mean like it's it's like they sense it they just like sniff it
0: And out. it i mean that's just gross yeah the good even. thing
1: is the owner gave me a contact of someone because he used to buy like large bulk of like uh, restaurant furniture Mm -hmm. contact. I still work for this day. Six years later, we work together. So at least I I got some type of good vendor relationship out of it. But yeah, it was, I was just, I remember just being beside myself because I'm like, here I am like 26 opening my business, like getting ready. And you know, or 27. And yeah, like, yeah, I was 26. And it was the first job. Like, I was surprised at how much money I was able to like, 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 wow, like, this is a big deal. But then it was just what came with it. So it just taught me so much more about like, you know, getting, you know, your contracts in place. And even though I'm not the best with legal stuff, but just work with people who are, you know, you figure out how to kind of put those pieces, those components together. But that was, that was...
0: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, that's not the most ideal like first experience out the gate for sure. And so when you like when you first launched your business, you were basically like, I'm going to be doing renovations, uh, residential and commercial, just or and, and has that changed at all? Like, are you trying specifically to do more of one thing now, or yeah, that's is it just kind question. of like you're okay with any of it?
1: Well, because of my vast experience in doing so many things, I just kind of came on being like, I'm doing design. I'm doing staging, like everything. So, and that's the thing that I like because I get bored easy. So sometimes when like a staging job or or a a new built job is like wrapping up, I have a couple staging jobs that I love because you can get such quick results so fast. And then I get the time to kind of do that creative side and the focus on the more like smaller parts of it, which is interesting. Um, But yeah, like I started out doing, so yeah, commercial restaurant design was the first big project and then I had a lot of little like residential projects after just kind of helping people with buying furniture and stuff like that something small and then I got into a lot of like furniture design like I did this one design for this one guy's media cabinet he had like this extensive music library and we had to have this media library this media cabinet that would hold like records that he had so you know measuring how big the records are and kind of like putting these yeah. pieces together and then doing the renderings and and that and then I also did a really fabulous restaurant on um so it was, I was pregnant with my first child I did a restaurant on Lakeshore and uh, Park Lawn area called Oro de Napoli. It's still there. It's a fabulous restaurant. I did that when I was pregnant. And I remember being up at like three in the morning doing a rendering and just being like, I'm never doing this again. I, I was like, I that every like, day. Yeah, like I was like, you know what? This is not me. Like I'm a director. Like I, I, yeah. I, I call myself a design director. Like I, yeah. Get inspired, I can give the components and I need my team to kind of execute. So that was the shift when I was like, I'm not gonna be up doing these type of things late because I was my life is changing. Now. I'm having a child. I have to be kind of available for that component of my life and all these little pieces. And I just realized that was the kind of the moment that spinoff where I was like, it clicked off where I was like, yeah, no, I'm gonna need to I'm gonna have to take this idea of this being my Iman Stewart company and make it like a we company. Like I'm gonna have to start like incorporating more people. Yeah. Um, which, yeah, so it, it, that was a shift, and then yeah. I would love to talk
0: about that, um so how many years are we even years in when this shift yeah. happens for you?
1: so that's like two two years in,
0: okay, so what does it look like this shift um mm-hmm. okay, so you you do find you're a good delegator, then, like that's just your personality,
1: yeah, I would say okay. I, and I, I and i don't i say I think the reason why I'm a good delegator is because. I'm able to be understanding of somebody's perspective. So I just know how to maybe phrase it and be diplomatic. Mm. Like I find like I'm more diplomatic with my work life than my home life.
0: Yeah. Well, it's got to come out somewhere, right? <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> um, okay. So who, what is, let's talk about your team. Cause I feel like I need to build even just something. Cause I feel like I'm going crazy and I had an assistant for a little bit, just, right. you know, helping here and there, but I need it, but I'm a, I am not a good delegator. I am a control freak. So it's like really hard Mm -hmm. for me, but I'm curious, like where did you start? And, um, did you just kind of rip the bandaid off maybe ahead of where you thought you were ready? Cause you just knew that it would take you to the next level.
1: Well, you know, what happened was, is the shift. Okay. So the way that. So that shift happened where I became conscious of it, but it's not like it happened like a week later. Right. Okay, like, good. Like we could fast forward two years later and be like, I'm finally here. Like, okay, yeah. like great. It, it's, not, it's nothing that happened overnight. It was that moment where I'm like, I. it was it like a- It needs to happen, yeah. Right. Like a, it was like a pledge to myself. And then after it was, it had to, it had to actually come because my junior designer I met last year, 20, yeah, I think 2019, um, and she's been with us for a year, but it took so long to meet her because I had a couple interns in between, which were amazing. But I had to learn how to work with people and how to bring up people's strengths. So because I've had a background of doing everything, yeah, I would kind of think like, oh, you want to be in design? You should learn how to do everything, too, which I had to make that shift and realize that some people are just great at specific things. So I had two interns And one, we work together still to this day, actually, she manages my Pinterest account, she turned into like a Pinterest board manager for designers. And that's how she's been able to, like, be creative herself. She even came up with her own title, like, it's amazing. So she she's like, that was a good experience with her, because um, it was also too, you know, it was a great experience too, because she was Muslim. So she would wear, like, a hijab. Like, she would yep. be fully dressed. Hi, guys. She, I don't she, know
0: what's going on over here, but she like there's a party happening behind the camera
1: laptop. You know, it's, it's literally like the team. I'm not going to put them on the camera, but one, one I'm, I'm going to shout out shout out Nicole Hansen. I work with her. She's actually, she does all of our building permits and stuff like that and site reviews. For okay, when we're doing hi, Nicole. Job. So Nicole, <laughs> yeah, she's <Hi> there <laughs> <laughs> so she's here. Um,
0: but, um, oh my gosh, what was I saying here right now? Are you, you're working from home right
1: now? Or I'm working was... from home. Yeah. Okay. yeah. But yeah, just... You got some team peeps hang, working with you at home. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah, 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 exactly. They come through. So, yeah. So the experience with my first intern was great because she needed a voice as being, she was black. She was also Muslim. So she, people wouldn't want to hire her. Like, you know what I mean? Like she yeah. had her, and, and she also came from the era of, you can't be a designer. Like you're either a nurse or a doctor or an accountant. Okay. So, so she was a social worker. Um, oh. and, then, and then she was taking design classes. So it was very interesting to work with her um, and kind of understand her perspective. But I would show everything, everything from drafting, technical drafting, like hand drafting jobs that I would do when I was younger, up into AutoCAD and like Rivet and all of these programs that you can use. So I just showed her a lot. Then I had a second one come on that was my god sister's roommate. She's like, I have a passionate, my roommate's just passionate about sign. This girl is the most quirkiest girl I've ever worked with. It's taken three years to finally figure out how to work with her. But I have to say, she's the most amazing, great soul of a person. And she does all of our staging projects. So every time we have a staging project, her name is Nadia. Nadia always comes out. She's great. And, and people wouldn't even understand staging in the sense of like, like steaming curtains, packing up things properly, yeah. putting things in place is, is huge. And it sounds like, oh, it's just a pillow or it's just, no. a, it's, it's not like this yeah, is a I different, it. it's yeah. a different level. Right. So she, I had to focus on what her strengths were, because again, I was taking that model being like, okay, you, do you know worth it? Cause she was studying decorating at George Brown. So I was kind of like, okay, what programs do you know? Like, if you want to get into design, like this is what you're gonna have to be aware of. And she did it, but she realized like, and I realized shortly, like what her passion was. And she was very good at staging and decorating. So I've just had to now learn how to feel that if that's what somebody's good at, really push them in that and, and be understanding. And I had to be calm because I'm one of those people who like, like, what's wrong with you? You don't get it. Like I came from that kind of generation, like my mom and my dad, they're old. My dad's 70. My mom's like 60 something. You know what I mean? Like they come from a different generation where it's like, you didn't get it. Like what's wrong with you? Yeah. Um, where I had to kind of like, and and it's funny too, because, um, Nadia is, I think she's like dyslexic. Like, so there's so many things that are, she's like so socially awkward at times, but it just taught me how to really work with people. Yeah, You know what I mean? And she's still with you to this day. Still with me to this day. Three years later. That's amazing. That's great that you're keeping people that long. (laughs) So, so she, so yeah, so that there's her, um first she does all the staging or like any little jobs like if we're doing a photo shoot day um okay. she'll definitely come on she's really good with those things um uh and then there's julia my junior designer who says she always watch listens to your podcast
0: oh yeah i you said that she in there no she's not hanging out here
1: no she's not here today <laughs> well shout out to her that's yeah. so so nice to hear yeah she was really happy when i mentioned your name um And then I work also with my colleague, um, Brenda. We do a lot of partnerships and collaborations. She has her own. So this is another like branch of the like, like what do they say? Olive branch? I don't even know. But it is another extension where she's a designer. I'm a designer. We have our own brands, but we're able to come together and collaborate on jobs. She's absolutely fabulous at styling. Yeah. The more of my strengths is I like materials and finishes and picking up things and kind of like having a vision of, okay, I'm going to go with this, this, and this. She will just come and be like, it's so easy. You know, you know how long I'll be sometimes on a job styling? I'm like there for 2 hours on a coffee table. My husband's like, "Can we go?" Oh, I'm
0: like that too. I like to like, <laughs> styling's my shit, but I tell I am not fast.
1: Yeah. No, breakfast <laughs> right is like <clears throat> Done. Like, I'm like, oh, God. like yeah. yeah, it's, it's annoying. Like, amazing. I'm like, you know, I'm yeah. like, I'm like, I'm like, like, how do I not have it? But, but it just makes you realize that that's why you have to build a team. You have to collaborate with people. So that's why we're going to well, and we're, I'm actually
0: curious. How did you guys, well, how does that work? The two of you collaborating and was it just an organic thing where you guys kind of knew each other and were friends and then that's a it great question presented itself? Um, actually, did somebody kind of say, Hey, can we do this?
1: So that's what it was, is we had a connector. We had a mutual friend who's in real estate and she messaged me about two years ago, was like, oh my God, I have this like designer. She wants to get into it. She doesn't do it full time because she has, because Brenda's background's in social work. She's like got her master. She's very intelligent. That's
0: right. I remember that. And <laughs> To circle back was one of the panelists on the TIDC uh, talk. Yeah. You got it.
1: So- when my friend mentioned that to me, I was like, oh, okay, that's great. Like, I didn't even care. <laughs> I was like, because, because I was like, man. I mean, yeah, for sure. Just do it. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, that, that's more of me. Like, I was like, just do it. So, anyways, um, we started talking or texting, like, maybe last year. And in the new year, I was in the States for a bit at my cousin's house. And I w- we would call each other. and We'd have these, like, talks. And it was very interesting because we just came up, I just brought up a concept of like what I want to do for a space and furnishing it and renting it out. And I wanted her to come on and partner with me financially and also style and source and just make the load a bit easier. So we were just on the phone and we would talk and we just had such great synergy. I never even met her in person. Oh. I never even met her in person. We would just always talk on the phone and like whatever. Because I'm that type of person. I'm like, call me. That's why I called you, Michelle. Yeah, I like, and I'm I can't, like,
0: like, don't call me. Right. So I was like, okay, she's calling. up am yeah, it's cool. I'm gonna call. I'm like, I she's doing me a favor here, so I'm gonna. But I'm like, do you not call me. I don't even answer my phone ever. Are you? Are you a Virgo? No, I'm a Leo. Which I, I, okay. I'm like, I'm good like to, to do this, but I'm I'm very much like I could sit home alone all day and be totally <laughs> happy. Like, I'm not, I'm good, like, you know, when in the right mood in the moment and I'm like, but this is fine. People don't believe that I'm, I'm like an extroverted introvert. Like, I'm just not a super go talk to
1: everybody, get on the phone and have a conversation kind of. No, that's, that's cool. Like, but but yes, (laughs) (laughs) so. You know, because you, you kind of have a vibe like a Virgo, like you remind me of a couple of my Virgo friends. So I don't even know what that means. I, I don't know much about astrology other than my own
0: sign. So I'm going to Google it to figure out if that was like a, a backhanded, like, you know, somehow. No, no not at all. <laughs> <laughs> no, not, not at all. It's fine anyways, but no. Yeah. Okay. So yeah.
1: So you're talking and yeah, we're talking on the phone. And, and, and the one thing I, why I think Brent and I get along to is like spiritual aspects. We just kind of like, Our souls are very similar. So like, and we're actually very similar. We're both Libras. We're actually born like not even a week apart. It's really interesting. Oh, wow. Um, So yeah, and I'm kind of happy because I never really had like Libra, like people around my sign. My sister is, has like, all her friends are Scorpios. They're all like Scorpio crew. I'm like, all right, I don't have any friends that are my sign, but Brenda was. And anyway, so we we took on this project together and we saw, like, we both worked on it really well. Like, we put the presentation together. We're going to pitch it to a couple people. Like, it was, like, such a fast turnaround. So we realized, hey, we can actually work together. So when I came back from the States, we were just about to sign a commercial lease for a space that we could rent out for events, uh, rent out office spaces, and also have a staging and, like, interior design showroom. Let me tell you how COVID hit. And we were were so glad we didn't um, actually sign that lease. (laughs) Oh, my God,
0: right? Sometimes it's... I mean, if you didn't sign the lease, I don't know if you were disappointed at the time. But it's funny how the the universe works at times, eh? Mm-hmm. Oh my god! Mm-hmm. So, um, your first project that you collaborated on—how long ago was that?
1: That was just maybe about three months ago, two months ago. Oh, okay. Yeah.
0: Okay. Well, I'm very intrigued by this because I've had this aha for myself where I feel like I want to, I want to stick to decorating and styling, and. Um, so, I mean, you've kind of piqued my interest because I thought, well, what if maybe this is something I should reach out and let other designers know? Because mm-hmm. I know some designers like you like you don't particularly care for that part of the business. No, I'm trying to figure out a way to make it a more efficient process because it also kills me. It's a right. lot of like schlepping and stuff. It but, is. Um, if is it you kind of bring her into your project and does the client pay all through you and you just pay her? Or is it yeah. like a separate... Her, yeah. like you get paid for the stuff you're doing. She gets paid for her yeah.
1: jam. That's that's a great question. So the way that we've done it in the past is if it's my client, um, I bill my client and then I pay her out of that. Okay. And vice versa, she'll do the same for me. But we are creating something on our own that we can kind of do it. Together as a separate business, but that's oh, going to okay. be virtu- that's going to be virtual. So
0: gotcha.
1: We'll, we'll 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 both be on the show with you, and we'll give you like yeah, you will. Like, oh yeah. Good to to the people
0: listening, um, they are going to be joining me together. <laughs> I think we scheduled it for the end of August or beginning of September. I forget, yeah. anyways. I can't remember dates, but um, <laughs> exactly. so we can talk about that some more. Yeah. Um, I don't know how you're doing all these things. Like I don't. You are <laughs> amazing. It's and fun. she also has two
1: kids, right? Yeah. Brenda has two kids. I have two. I'm pregnant with my third. That's right.
0: Yeah. And you know what's funny? Did you
1: say you have two kids and your husband has two kids? So I have two and I'm pregnant with my third. My husband was in a previous marriage and he had three. So we have six in total. Under one roof? No. The other three okay. are in Jamaica at the moment okay. um, because his mom has a school. And oh, wow. she's a principal and she's just very particular. So the eldest, we have him at boarding school in Jamaica. He's at one of the top schools. He's very intelligent. They're smarter than me. Um, the second one, Talia. <laughs> well,
0: pretty she, smart because like, yeah, you're no. amazing to me right now. Yeah.
1: <laughs> they're smart. And the second one, she just got accepted to boarding school as well, which is behind his school. So they're going to be in the same area. There's moments that it really crushes me because we... This is we've focused, like, I'll be honest, it's been such an easy experience for blending a family because, man, that's, I thought that was going to be very difficult, but it actually was very, very, very easy um, to the point where, like, my eldest, we leave her with them, like, and her grandmother, uh, if me and him have to travel for work,
0: mm-hmm. you know, because we
1: would bring the, the, the second one because she's under two so she could travel. So, like, when we go on tour, like, for his music tours... He's an artist, if anybody wants to listen to him. Yeah, let's shout him out. I like to
0: just tag, like, let's not, let's share the wealth here. Let's share the there's wealth. A, yeah. There's not a lot of
1: wealth, just so you know. No, there's lots of wealth. Wealth is a perspective. It's a this is true, print. but
0: yeah, like it's not going to do But yeah, we're going to tag him. I hope he has an Instagram. And I'm not writing yeah. it down because when I edit, I'll write it down. Yeah, And you'll no also send it to me. And you yeah, can message me. Who is it? Tell
1: tell So his name is Claudius England. So Claudius, and then England's like the country. Um,
0: I'm going he, to check him out right now. You Wait, no, I'm not. Cause I have a, an app on that's blocking Instagram
1: for me right now.
0: I'll tag you in him, but he, yeah, he does, he's a
1: reggae musician and, uh, he does a tour every year in the UK for their black history month, but he also goes into like schools and, um, he does a lot of community work. He'll go into prisons and he also focuses on like using music as an education tool but also performs and he has a band. Um, he has a band in Toronto here and he also has a band in Jamaica. So whenever it depends on like where we are and where we're working with, but yeah, the, the family uh, has blended so well, but it is sad to not be with them. But soon when this kind of figure yeah. out this situation, I can at least go back. Cause I like to be in Jamaica for the winter months and I'm, oh, nice. I'm focusing on building a construction company in Jamaica. So I can, <laughs> <laughs> well, I just feel like I feel like I have so many people who come and want to experience Jamaica and I'm like, you need a real experience. Like, yeah. let's let's get a house. Let's get a driver. We need a garden. So you have fresh fruit. Yeah. And we're good to go. Oh
0: my God. First of all, okay, yeah, you guys are a freaking dynamic duo. Like, holy
1: shnikes. It's it's crazy. You guys are doing you, it. You are doing I, it. We started a relationship series too on YouTube where we just kind of like talk about our relationship because we've known each other for so long and oh, uh, have you? Yeah, we like, met but like we, as in you've known each other a long time before you started dating even? Yeah. Yeah, we were oh, friends yeah. um since I was 15. I went to Jamaica back when I was 15 and I met him like maybe the second night I was there or the first night. And we've been together like we we were friends, we liked each other, and we spent yep. a lot of time but like I just didn't know how it would work. I'm like yeah. I am mean, like, Yeah, you know,
0: yeah how does that? Right. <laughs> And
1: probably if you tried, you wouldn't be together today because... Right, we say that, we say that, but it was it was interesting. Yeah, like I, like he had a life, he had kids, he had a wife, like he was yeah. my friend, it wasn't anything, you know?
0: Yeah, um, what's the relationship series called? Is it an active series that you
1: are continually doing now? So we've just put out three teasers, or four. We've put out four teasers, but we've done already three episodes. Um, we have about probably six more that we're going to shoot and we'll be putting them out probably around September time as well. And it will be like weekly series on YouTube. It's just called Iman and his nickname is Supa, S-U-P-A. So it's Iman and Supa relationship series. Oh
0: my God. I feel like I've just counted like 10 different things that you've got on the go. And I, I was, I, I can't, my head right now, like I would have a nervous breakdown.
1: (laughs) Girl, there's some rough days. Like I'll wake up sometimes. Sorry, guys. I never have kidding. your makeup done. <laughs> I know, right? I wake up some days, and I'm like, I look at my kids, and I'm like, I don't want to do this.
0: Right? Yeah, okay, good. Oh. I need to know that. Well, okay, no, it's so real. Speaking, are you are you okay? Do you have a little bit more time? Because I want to give yeah. you, I want you to tell everybody um, the Black Canadian Interior Designers Network. Mm-hmm. Tell us about that because tell us mm-hmm. about that. I want you to tell us, and I'm not going to try. Okay,
1: to. so it's called Bsid Network stands for black Canadian interior designers network. So again, back to Brenda, we were in, when I was in the States, I was in Atlanta and it's a huge population there for just black people, but there's also a black interior designers network out there. Yeah. So I wanted to, Brenda was like, maybe you should reach out to the, the girl who runs it and maybe we can do a chapter in Canada. Mm-hmm. I was like, great idea. We reached out to her. We just didn't hear anything back not trying to say anything bad about her, but they no, no, no. she yeah. busy.
0: It <laughs> went in her junk. We don't know. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> hey, the spam man.
0: filter got it. Yes, yeah, <laughs> I got
1: spammed. Um, so then, so then what happened was, is I was like, okay, so we uh, we came back, we came up, and um, Brendan and I were kind of talking, like, Brenda was like, Iman, do you know any other, like, black designers? I'm like, I know, I don't really know, like, and I think, we, we didn't create this for, like, segregation purposes. It's yeah. not even like that. It was more for, like, support and also so when people are wondering where we are we're like we're here yeah so after everything kind of happened with george floyd and like corona and everything that's been kind of going on brenda was just like let's just do this brenda like just whipped the website up that's how brenda is she gets things done done and we just started focusing on how we can kind of do this and what we're doing is we're featuring a lot of other designers we're going to start kind of you know organizing it more with a board and like getting it you know up and running properly so we're still in the planning stages but we started the Instagram page and the website to be able to feature other black designers but it was so interesting because when we got together through the TIDC talks it was great because um we didn't know we were all there and we've actually turned into like so much support like we call each other we ask each other questions like it's literally turned into like a support just even just like how me and you now like we're just talking about like like you know what I mean like I would have i wouldn't have done this before. You know what I mean? It's almost totally. it takes sometimes tragic things to happen. So beautiful things can be birthed out of it. And I just felt like that's what happened with Beesit. It was like, all these things were happening. We we're kind of like, okay, we need to like create something because, because what are they going to say? We don't know where you guys are. Yeah, You know, no, know, but we're right here. Like, you know, because totally. you don't see us in the publications. Like, and that was a huge thing for me growing up. So I don't know if people know, but my, my dad is Jamaican and my mother is German and French. Um, she grew up in Saskatchewan They've been married for like 42 years, but growing up and watching HGTV, I never saw anybody on the TV that looked like me, like black Mm -hmm. or light-skinned, or they looked like my mom, which was okay. But I just, the other component didn't click. And when you look through like House and Home magazine, like, you know, you don't really see the representation. And I just think that's, that's just not fair because Canada is such a beautiful mosaic of so many different cultures. Like we should be able to show that, you know, you know, there's black people out there who are talented and designers as well, not just nurses.
0: <laughs> I know. And you know what, like this, this, everything that happened this year, like has really shed a light for myself in, you know, for me, it's art. Like I love art. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I grew up around art. Like it's, you know, mm-hmm. part of kind of who I am and whatnot. And uh, so I always love finding new artists. And for me, mm-hmm like a little, like maybe TMI, like I, I found out last year I have ADHD. So for me, it's like, I don't, I get overwhelmed. I don't know how to actively look for things. Like I don't do that. So I, I get on Instagram and that's how I find things. And it's like, I I use hashtags. Um, And what I realized was by default, I was just being shown a lot of white artists and it wasn't, and it, and what it, what this movement helped me realize was Like that's not an excuse. Um, As soon as I like made that effort in my head to Google, to go on Instagram and then go in deep, I, all of a sudden I'm so excited. I have a, I just bought a new piece of art. I'm so freaking pumped. I can't wait. I Um, I found like, and I've, I've put some on, on my Instagram. Like I've just found these like mind blowing artists. Like, you know, I was talking about this with somebody else. It's like, whether it's jobs or whether it's talent for hgtv whether it's artists whether it's designers like there's no excuse for us to say we're well it's happens to be the only talented people are white no like you just need to look harder right for me
1: it was educational massive and it's still it's still occurring like it's but it goes to show the connection that we have to make like it's not it's not black people teach me it's 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 what how am I going to start being actively participating and and because we're all this like we're all the same we're all human beings like you know what I mean there has to be some type of compassion um but yeah you have to you have to connect the dot
0: yeah and it's like just being ignorant is a good is not an excuse Exactly. I didn't know is not an excuse. It's like, oh shit. Okay. It's time to fucking get my ass together and start learning <laughs> a thing or two here about what's going on. Cause it's disgusting no, and it's time to make a change. Um, well, I'm super excited that I met you. I freaking adore your energy. I'm like you. feeling your energy and I'm super inspired by you. I don't know how you're doing it all. It's incredible. I can't wait to see what else you do. And we're going to chat again. We will. Mm-hmm. So, okay. okay. Tell everybody, first of all, tell everybody where they can find you and okay. let people following the, your, um, Black Canadian Interior Designers Network. See, okay. It's a mouthful for me and I yeah. can't remember That's anything, just, but yeah. tell everybody where they can follow that and all the good things.
1: Yeah. Okay. So you can reach my website is so I-M-A-N, with a w, dot com. So with Wcom You can reach me on IG at Um I'm on Facebook. I don't really use Facebook that much. What is this Facebook? I feel like it's just like for old people, but. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm like, like, yeah,
0: I'm so over it. Actually, you know what? I love Facebook. The thing I I love personally Facebook for is Facebook groups. I don't know if you're in any of these, but designer Facebook groups. um, Like just rant, whatever I'm trying to like. So that's like the
1: only thing that I'm in. Yeah, no, you should. I actually really thoroughly enjoy Facebook's marketplace. Oh, yeah. I get a lot of things that I refurbish for clients or just like, even them at my desk right now that I'm sitting on, it was like an old dining table that I just like spray painted. Oh, nice. Okay. No, I got it for three bucks, like down the road. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> yeah. That's so I like smart. to do some, some of those things. Um, uh, yeah. You could also reach us, bsidnetwork.com or bcid, b-c-i-d, uh, network on IG. Yeah,
0: i great. love it i'll well, send you thank the links you so much number one thank you for responding to me when i i think i dm'd you is what i did um thank you for calling me there that, that day thank you for doing this and can't wait to talk to you and brenda yeah and
1: sure, we'll whatever. meet up like after the baby we'll meet up for drinks like i think I my love and I yeah, and like, yeah, we love that yeah when covid's like no yeah we're yeah, we're gonna go hang out when, when I it's love it. Light. I
0: would love that so much. Yeah. All right, lady. Well, okay. I was gonna say go have a drink, but you can't be doing that right now. I'm sorry. COVID must be extra hard for you. You can't even have drinks.
1: <laughs> know, oh my buddy. god. It's okay. I got to reset my liver. So there
0: you go. <laughs> the <laughs> bright side, always the bright side. Bye, Bye Michelle. Have a good day. Take care. Bye. Anyone else listen to that and feel like you're just not doing enough? Honestly, I I do not know how she's doing all that. It's incredible. My ADHD brain right now is so overwhelmed listening to it. I can't, I can't, I just can't. Anyways, guys, if you enjoyed that podcast, please subscribe, leave a review, tell a friend. And next week, I got some, I think if I have the courage to post this, next week, I talked to Monica Reyes, who is a mindset awareness coach, and we did a live session about worthiness where she took me through basically how she would take any client through working through a session about trying to uncover feelings of unworthiness. It was intense. It was, uh, this was actually a uh, guest speaker for the Biographical Design Collective Mindset, or sorry, Biographical Design Collective um, coaching that I do every two weeks she was a guest a few weeks back and she was amazing and this session was amazing um I'm scared to listen and and edit it because it's this is like vulnerability at its best or maybe it's worst um but I thought that it might be helpful for others to hear and know that even people who you probably think got their shit together are still struggling with some stuff And also I feel like this is, I was telling Monica that for me, I would love to hear a session like this in order to figure out whether I wanna work with somebody. So anyways, be on the lookout for that next week. I'm very nervous. I'm like, don't even know if I can bring myself to listen to it, to edit it. Um, Scared. Anyways, guys, that's all I got for you now. Talk to you next week. Bye.